Daily Tennis Tip, Episode 235. Are your eyes fooling you on the tennis court? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Sitting around the couch, I've got some homework for you. Check out my Accelerator Tennis System. I got a five-minute introductory video right there explaining how I can put this knowledge on top of your new, lapsed, or existing game and take it to a new level. Yeah, I know it sounds too good to be true, but check it out. Accelerator Tennis System, a fresh start guide on how to play smart tennis. I'll include a link in the show notes, or you can just log on to BackhandCity.com for more details. Well, today's topic, are your eyes fooling you on the tennis court? I'm going to go through five steps where your eyes may be fooling you and give you a fresh perspective to help clean up some of the unforced errors in your game. First step, I want you to consider the naked eye. The naked eye cannot actually see the ball contact the strings of your rackets. So the old expression, watch the ball, is pretty much irrelevant once it gets a foot away from your racket face. So if that's the key, you can't actually see the ball hit the racket, quote unquote, how do you play tennis? Well, one of the things I want you to do in step number two is consider the concept of tracking the ball rather than watching the ball. In all my years of tennis, I haven't really had anybody look the wrong direction when the ball came to them. But what they did do is sometimes approach the ball incorrectly. Perhaps they had bad spacing between themselves and the ball, or they weren't moving efficiently to get towards the ball. Most of the tracking mistakes that happen, especially with recreational players, from beginner all the way up to about 3-5 and even sometimes 4-0, is they track the ball incorrectly. And I see this a lot through institutionalized instruction. When a student makes this mistake, they're told by their instructor to do what? Watch the ball. Well, who's not watching the ball? The key to this process is to move and space yourself according to the bounce, and let the ball come to you. When you get into my Accelerator Tennis System series, we break this down in more detail visually so you can see what I'm talking about. But simply put, let the ball come towards you rather than moving too quickly towards the ball. And I think a lot of this happens from watching what I call these TV tennis shots that people see. So they're trying to imitate their favorite pros, and it's really difficult to do. Point number three, the net is see-through. Obvious statement number one. But what this does to you mentally is you can now see your target on the other side of the net because a lot of times we don't look over the net, we look through it. So this causes a lot of shots to go into the net and you need a paradigm shift. You have to almost imagine that there's a volleyball net set up in front of you and you need to clear that so you get the proper margin of error over the net with your shots and then you can start 
learning to judge how deep you can hit the ball and hit it safely over the net without making so many unforced errors. I've seen that a lot. The net is see-through and your eyes naturally look through it to look towards the target on the other side of the net. Now, once you've overcome that fear and you're making this shift in how you're seeing the court, you need to start overcoming the fear of hitting long. And I see this a lot in novice level players. They're very comfortable hitting the ball short around the service boxes. Okay, And again, a lot of it has to do with that transparent net. They're just trying to clear that net. And we need to get you out of that paradigm and get you thinking about penetrating the court with more depth and length on your shot. So you got to remember from just a pure physics standpoint, when the ball hits the court, friction really grabs it and slows it down. So the longer you can keep the ball in flight, the more speed it will maintain. and It'll be more difficult for your opponent to react to it. So I get it. Your natural fear is you don't want to hit the ball long. But to overcome that fear first, you got to get through that that elusive transparent net and how your eyes are feel are confusing you with your target because it is transparent. So a lot of times we'll have uh, students set up cones on the court or we'll even put out uh, t- cans of tennis balls or any kind of target to get them to shift their mindset. I've even seen people hang up things. If you've ever shopped on the website on court, off court, they actually have things for sale where you can attach to the net post and a string goes across and it gives you a perspective of how high you need to hit the ball. And I think lastly, when people have this fear and we're talking about how your eyes are fooling yourself, I think especially with novice players, people have a fear of how they'll look when they step on the tennis court. I'm not good enough. I look awkward. And I think there's also what goes with that hand in hand is missing the ball. How will I look if I miss the ball? So people are kind of caught up in this visual mind game and we need to do a paradigm shift. A lot of times what I'll tell, especially novice level players, is I want you to just execute the technique at the progression or level we're working on. And don't be afraid to miss the ball. In fact, if you whiff it, it's no big deal. And what ends up happening more often than not is when people shift from hitting towards a target and they get out of their own head worrying about how they look, they end up hitting really well because it's really rare that people totally whiff when they swing at a tennis ball. It can happen. It's happened to me. But it's very unlikely. So we need this paradigm shift with how your eyes can fool you. And really what we're talking about is the things that are going on inside your head. But they're all triggered by the way we look at things. Thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to go into iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you can get notified each day with a fresh episode. And if you're looking for tennis partners, log on to BackhandCity.com and click on the blog link. Once you're there, check out the login menu and just enter your first and last name and your email address. And then once you log in, you'll be right inside the dashboard where you can decorate your profile, put in all the things you're looking for in a tennis partner, and you can start searching today. Log on to BackhandCity.com for our free Find a Tennis Partner service. Well, this is Brian Lutz from Find Your Aha Moment. Thanks for listening to this podcast, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's when push comes to shove. I believe the 
Yes, I knew it. 